0: Hey, my name's Dan Grubb, and over there is Aaron Fletchersmith, and this is the Dan and Aaron Lyco Rama music.
1: I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to find a flame in your heart. All right, that's enough of that. What um, is
0: that? I know that.
1: Uh, that is, um, the mud flaps, ink spots, the ink spots, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They
0: were a big deal in the forties.
1: Yeah. So I'm particularly using the ink spots and I'm, I'm particularly using, uh, world on fire because that's the way that, that's the way that fallout starts and the fallout series was all about. Something we're going to talk about today.
0: Oh, okay. I never played those games, so okay, Okay. that's cool.
1: Yep, which is... That's a
0: fun tie-in.
1: Nuclear-powered literally everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray! Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: But generally, (laughs) yay! Oh,
1: wait a minute. (laughs) Mostly okay. Yeah, right. What a wonderful idea. Oh, except for the implications, in which case, oh dear. Um, Yeah. It's like right. planes.
0: <laughs> Almost always
1: perfectly fine. Yep. Could yep, be ex-
0: potentially awful.
1: Yeah. Except for those uh, one or two instances where it's really not fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Either um, great or the worst. <laughs> or really bad. Nothing. Yeah. Not a whole lot in between.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of, yeah, in between. Yeah. No. Um, all right. So. Um,
0: so when we off, say, when yeah. you say nuclear everything. Yeah. Toothbrushes.
1: I mean that was and that's where we're going to go with this is that um, weasels So that's a stretch but 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 not outside of the realm of possibility depends on how big the weasel is tooth weasels I'm going to draw the line there Oh okay Yeah yeah tooth nuclear tooth weasels are right out There's just there's just no space in in the design scape for those um and and really it's just because you put the the toothbrush in the weasel and it produces just an ungodly stink you you wouldn't believe it's it's the motor you know the the motor just turns the weasel up states
0: patent office (laughs) new clear tooth weasels Anyway, go on. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just over here making my first billion.
1: I'm telling you they've tried it before and it's literally blown up on their face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weasel guts everywhere as, a, as well as just pieces of toothbrush dotting the landscape, some stuck into the ceiling panels. Um,
0: find it in body parts you didn't know you had
1: exactly right right the third spleen just in like body
0: parts you didn't know the weasel had neither
1: yeah exactly yep 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 the weasel's uh uh second vestigial tail just you know hanging out behind the couch after the explosion i like um, the
0: third spleen i remember in the, the last winter olympics in the curling yeah. Uh the metal competition for the for a curling when uh, when Canada came back in the third
1: spleen. Yes. Like <laughs> it's like when you used to load up SimCity two thousand and it would say reticulating spleens. Um <laughs> Alright, so nice simple water there and we go on.
0: Um not on the first date, please,
1: Aaron. <laughs> um so, let's talk nuclear fission before we get into why it would be super duper cool and awesome to nuclear power every transportation vehicle and um, commercial and industrial appliance known to man. Um, Nuclear fission occurs when an atom with a very heavy atomic nucleus, in other words, (laughs) one that's made up of a shit ton of protons and neutrons, much like uranium or plutonium. uh, I'm so glad I cut
0: that part out. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, go on with your encyclopedic definition of what it really is, and not my joke
1: you're it's fine it's fine um so um uh big Adams. yes, big atoms um because little atoms just won't do uh you yeah. you gotta let him grow all the way that's um, like uh
0: the second president little atoms you got yeah.
1: You got to let him ma- uh, make it to maturity because a, a prepubescent atom just doesn't work in this case. No, um,
0: not even once.
1: Right. That's right. You get
0: like Adam Scott that way. And it's just, yeah, he's funny, but he has that right. little scrunched up face. Ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I can't explain to you how wrong that is. Actually, it'll kill me if I don't. Um, so nuclear fission occurs when an atom with a very heavy atomic nucleus in other words, one that's made up of a shit ton of protons and neutrons like uranium or plutonium uh, gets one or a few stray additional atomic particles shot at it. And the easiest one that mankind has found uh, we're capable of doing um, uh, through you know scientific experimentation and what have you is the neutron. We can't do protons as well as we can do neutrons. So we can shoot neutrons at uranium or plutonium atomic cores uh, pretty easily, uh, we've uh, we've 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 perfected it quite well by this point. Um, we uh, originally, um, uh, as a um, people of industry, did it to catastrophic effect, allowing the chain reaction that occurred when uh, uh, you fissure the nucleus, um, causing additional neutrons and smaller chunks of the atomic core to split off. Uh, Two devastating effects because we did it in a way that the chain reaction was uncontrolled. Um, and of course, I'm talking about nuclear bombs in that case. Um, later on, we learned how to do it in a controlled environment, which resulted in nuclear power. Um, it's the chain reaction effect from hitting the um, atomic core with the uh, single or a or few stray neutrons, which creates the chain reaction of the additional neutrons and chunks of the atomic core splitting off and the energy, the, the ridiculous amount of energy that is generated as a result of that with these very heavy atoms um, causing the amount of raw power uh, to kind of radiate off from that, uh, that, that fissure. It's that energy that we harness when we do nuclear power. Um, and... The way that we the way that we harness it, at least uh, right now in terms of the conventional way that we design um, nuclear power plants is that um, we use the heat energy from that nuclear fission event from the fissure of the nucleus of those heavy atoms to we, we shunt off that, that, that energy into heat energy into water because the water can be very widely dispersed um, around the core of where the nuclear reaction uh, happens, and then it superheats the water. From that point on, that superheated water can then be used the same way that an old traditional steam engine is used, where the key difference here is that instead of a steam engine where you're getting the water heated to, you know, like, maybe 200, 400 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, uh, you're heating the water in the case of the nuclear reaction to, like, 1,000, 15,000... No, I'm sorry, 1,000 to 1,500 to 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, So you have much, much more heat energy that you can use to, to shunt off and go do shit with from a steam engine fashion. Um... And that's nuclear fission. Uh, that's kind of my, my best top down for for explaining nuclear fission in a way that doesn't result in us uh, going off and getting chemical engineering degrees and coming back to the podcast many years later.
0: Oh man!
1: <laughs> wah, wah.
0: <laughs> but I wanted to run for president in the seventies. <laughs>
1: I think you'd probably be more qualified than most of the people that ran for the president in the 70s, if you had that under your belt. Yeah. Um, right. so... Um... Yeah, so nuclear fission, long story short, uh, you're you're popping bits off of these uh, very heavy, very unstable uh, atoms. Uh, The process of popping the bits off uh, generates a lot of energy. We harness that energy, um... The way that we harness it right now is with large volumes of water around where the nuclear reaction occurs. Those large volumes of water are then superheated. That heat energy can then be used in the same way as a steam engine. And then we pass the savings on to you. Um, Simply due to the fact that the process of, if you can control that chain reaction that occurs after the atom begins to split you can do it in perpetuity for hundreds of thousands of years it's like the half-life on uranium or plutonium is something like i don't know like a hundred thousand two hundred thousand years so it's like your children's 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 children could still be running that nuclear power plant and you know the city of springfield could still be getting power from it you know uh, they could be on like the 800th episode or 800th season of the Simpsons and and the Springfield nuclear power plant would still remain relevant um so yeah that's nuclear fission um before I go on yeah uh thoughts opinions perspectives context
0: (laughs) uh I, I, I spent that whole time trying to think of a celebrity pun And I I thought of one that I'll use later, but uh, they're they're all bad.
1: All right. All right. And I apologize because I know that was super duper science heavy, but I I spent like the most amount of the most of the time that I spent writing my notes tonight was me trying to figure out how to take eight separate wikis that explain nuclear power (laughs) for kids and distill it down even simpler than that. So that's the Must best I can
0: synergize do. the wikis.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's the lion's share of my research for tonight. Thank you. Uh, I'm Hooray. going to bed. Hooray! Um, so yeah, right. And there's the music. And Aaron's off to bed. Good night. <laughs> um,
0: good night, America.
1: Good night, everybody. Yeah. Um, so we we've now kind of explained uh, nuclear fission. Um, which we, as a culture of industry, kind of perfected uh, by the fifties into the sixties. Um, as we got pretty good at it, the, um, the commerce industry, the transportation industry, kind of looked at um, nuclear power, and they said, um, they, "They said, you know, it's it's our guess." And, and we feel reasonably confident in making this guess that the same modernization and reduction in size of hardware to do the nuclear reaction is going to occur because their general logic was that mankind by that point had figured out how to reduce the, the size and perfect the functionality of the steam engine, uh, the gasoline-powered motor, and the electric circuit, right? They had figured out how to make them more efficient and they had figured yeah. out how to make them smaller. So, industry basically kind of, you know, they all, you know, imagine, you know, the, 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 the Fords. Yeah, yeah, the Fords and the General Motors and the Chryslers of the world and Lockheed's of the world all kind of, you know, putting their hands on their hips and, and nodding very seriously at each other and kind of Don yeah, Draper yeah, style yeah. meetings and going. Well, Need of course, yeah. yeah, beyond yeah. beyond a shadow of a doubt, of course the nuclear folks are going to come at us in about a month with a nuclear engine the size of a car. Just give them time, you know. Um, harumph, 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 yeah, I'm gonna make a rattle rattle rattle. Yeah, of course that didn't happen. No, um, because and and that's for three reasons. Um, the Containing the radiation that gets released during nuclear fission um, requires a really, really uh, large, really wide dissipation space. Or a medium that is thick and heavy enough to absorb the radiation that gets released during the nuclear reaction so that it doesn't make it to the human beings nearby and turn them into... Superheroes with arms and Yay. legs and, and the ability to fly. No, that's actually not true. They just of oh, cancer. Yeah, Corpses. That's, yeah, that's yeah that's the it it's into. the other side. It's the opposite of that. Um, so hey.
0: yeah, uh, hey, uh, uh, you know who should uh, you know who who should have uh, nuclear transportation? Yeah. Huh. Um, Adam Driver.
1: That's horrible. Oh my Um, God, that's so bad. bad. I love it. I really love it. (laughs) Yeah. You know who drives a nuclear powered car? Adam Driver. Adam, Adam
0: Driver.
1: Yeah oh that's horrible oh dan i love it so much oh yeah oh it'd it'd
0: be cool if there was a scene in one of the star wars where (laughs) uh where he got like lightsabered in half because then oh they split the atom Yeah, (laughs) but that didn't happen so right
1: right right, right yeah or if or if he went down into like to fight in the power core like in naboo and uh they they got an opportunity yeah. to say where is he fighting? Oh, he's fighting near the atom driver.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it be any any core that atom Driver is in becomes an atomic core.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. If he
0: walks into a reactor, oh, it's an atomic it's reactor now. now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. Oh God, that's so good. That's so mm. good. I love it. That's it's so what stupid, they. But it's so good.
0: That's what uh, he should he should have a fishing show. Yeah. fishing show <laughs> and it's adam fishing and it's nuclear fishing
1: nuclear fishing with adam driver oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. get he on can it adopt himself like kind of a uh, midwestern accent you know hello everyone
0: <laughs> hey it's, it's me adam driver uh, it's on time for food. nuclear
1: fishing with adam driver uh we're gonna go out on this lake here and uh or we're gonna see what happens when we uh Split the atom near the fish. Oh oh dear. There's a
0: Oh there's the sh- lake sh- blew up.
1: Yep, yep. Well that was a mistake.
0: <laughs> hey, uh Hey Adam, how hot do you think that lake got? Oh, oh about sixteen hundred degrees Fahrenheit I'd say.
1: <laughs> oh, why do you say that? Oh, because that's about the amount of radioactive heat that comes away from a plutonium, Adam. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah that's for sure.
1: Yeah, happened to my uh, niece uh, about a few months back. Anyway, yeah,
0: um, I I heard I heard about that on one of them one of them podcasts.
1: <laughs> Which podcast was that? It was the Dan and Aaron Lycorama! music.
0: No, no, it wasn't that one. <laughs> it was the uh, it was
1: the Daily. <laughs> Perfect it opportunity was, for music there.
0: It was the Daily. They were the Daily. They were the New York Times. They were oh yeah. They were they were uh, interviewing a a, a, a boron atom, asking why he went to the Capitol to riot. They needed a really powerful microphone to talk to.
1: Where are you going with this? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was going to give you as much runway as you wanted, <laughs> but, you know, I, uh, I, I I figured there was, like, an amazing punchline there, which is why no. I was just going to give you enough runway, but... Um,
0: no, there's not. It's just uh,
1: boring. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're off the runway and into the dirt at this point. All right. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, you, so I'm sorry if I interrupted <laughs> <your> <laughs> nuclear trains, nuclear cars, amazing... Uh, history to think about Adam Driver.
1: It is of critical importance that I <laughs> complete this in broadcast Midwest. in in a timely... <laughs> and, the, and the lake evaporates no, instantly. Fucking <laughs> nuclear fishing with Adam Driver is probably one of the... I, I totally... I I wish Ooh. we had someone that was associated with the show that, like, just would generate fan art for us on the fly, because... No,
0: you know who he fishes with? Who? Amy Adams.
1: Amy Adams? (laughs) That's fucking fantastic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now we we cut back to public access channel 8. It's time to uh, go to... uh, nuclear fishing with uh, adam driver and his uh, co-host amy adams so uh adam and amy how's it going out there going
0: great there yeah <laughs> <laughs> got my beryllium <laughs> yeah, don't you know
1: you, uh, you, 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 the, you you got the
0: you got the neutrons there adam
1: you, you you guys uh back there it looks like you got a a, a crater behind you not much of a lake right
0: Oh, you should have been here 10 minutes ago, Steve.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a beauty. Oh well, you know, that's the problem with nuclear fishing these days.
0: <laughs> fishing these days. Can't take it anywhere.
1: Anyway, we're going to cut to the ink spots and uh they're going to sing us a song
0: about but nuclear fission here. So, the first one uh, this was like the post 1940s and into the 1950s when the concept of using nuclear fission for something proactive like powering generators and shit. <laughs> I'm reading your nose. Oh, oh we're tra- you're trying to pull
1: us back onto the train. Okay. <laughs> I
0: think I missed. All oh, right. that's that's not what you meant.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we'll, we'll get we'll 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 go back to the uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the all right.
0: the on the wrong syllable.
1: So <laughs> uh, we did the we did discussed um, um that's all, folks. Um, we discussed yeah we uh, the concept of that. nuclear fission, and then uh, I talked about the fact that you know that um. We're the on uh,
0: the the paragraph that's in all caps and bolded.
1: Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> my favorite part. Yeah, my favorite part. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> the commerce industry, the Mad Men folks—they were all waiting for a small nuclear generator to come out of uh, the the world of the power industry. It never happened, and the the reason it never happened is because um, it's really difficult to contain the amount of radiation that gets released during nuclear fission. The sheer volume of cooling material needed to render a nuclear reaction harmless is uh, way larger than usually the amount of space that you have on transport vehicles. Water is really perfectly suited for this if you've got a wide ass space to fill up a lot of square footage. And that's why stationary giant nuclear reactors work so well. Um, And then, uh, you know, you You got of You
0: don't see a lot of cooling towers. (laughs) <laughs> zipping down I-95
1: not anymore you don't <laughs> not anymore but back in the stone age no, anyway um, uh. yeah and then there's there's <laughs> of course the uh, you know what if it breaks type of argument which is you know when you got a nuclear reactor that's um, sitting on uh, a chunk of land in the middle of nowhere and, and there's a bunch of grass around it you don't have to worry a lot about Uh, uh, chain reaction runaway and nuclear meltdown. Whereas if you got it in your car and the (laughs) idiot behind you decides to look down at his phone, boom. (laughs) Anyway, but I mean,
0: it really would take road rage up to the next level.
1: Oh, it totally would. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and this is the point where um, if I'm not too careful, I could end up, down a uh fallout video game hole so i'm not going to go down that road um
0: <laughs> clear up that beltway traffic
1: pretty quick. yeah 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 exactly <laughs> right. oh god i hate drinking so much hey there's this car <laughs> there goes i-495 around dc um all right um so yeah my my, my big all caps here but nevertheless, industry proceeded forward, because anyway, fuck it, nuclear power, right? Woo, Godzilla! <laughs> <laughs> this um, episode
0: of The Dan and Aaron Like a Robber brought to you by King Kong vs. Godzilla, coming yes. to theaters near you if you don't live in 900% of the countries in the world.
1: Yes. Or to streaming media so that you can save your ass for COVID. Yay! Don't go to theaters HBO right Max. now, please. For the love of God! Um, all right. So, uh, what did the what did uh, the transportation industry look at in terms of nuclear powered This, that, and the other thing. Um, I've got uh, the, the the one area that I didn't put a lot of notes on was nuclear powered other stationary things because I really wasn't interested in that because the feasibility um, aspect of nuclear-powered small stuff, industrial appliances, shit like that, just wasn't a thing. Um, we the, um, the power industry working on nuclear power versus the commerce industry working on, you know, nuclear-powered transportation medium, they never even made it past um, nuclear reactors that were the size of, um, like, semi-trucks. So, uh, you know, we never got to, you know, like nuclear powered uh washing machines. Um
0: but so they they never they never even test marketed the the really, really easy bake oven.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twenty minutes at three hundred degrees or thirty seconds at five thousand degrees. Yeah. Thirty milliseconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes me think of the sci- There was a science meme that floated around for a little bit, which was. Uh, I don't know if you've you've uh, seen this or not, but it was. Um, how fast would you have to slap a chicken in order to cook it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because to cook you, it. it. Yeah. Yeah. In order to. Yeah. You. you what kinetic energy <laughs> would be necessary for the slap to be transferred from kinetic energy into heat energy? For there to be sufficient heat energy to cook the chicken. And, uh, you know, I, I remember there was a bunch of physics nerds and and, and biochemist nerds that basically came, came back and they were like, it's feasible. It really is. But the problem is that you obliterate the chicken on impact. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, the chicken is. Yeah. is beyond it it's, yeah it's just like it becomes chicken particles.
1: Right. Now to be fair that would be fantastic if you're <laughs> yep. trying to make uh, like a good chicken barbecue because then all you do is you just <laughs> take the chicken particles and you put it in the crock wow. pot with a little bit of barbecue sauce yeah. you know um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: good. You just then you just you know lay down on the floor and scoop some up and right you got
1: lunch. I mean, ostensibly, in a controlled environment, you could sustain the explosion (laughs) of the chicken in perpetuity for thousands of years. Oh, God. I just made a nuclear-powered chicken joke.
0: (laughs) It seems like something you would see on liquid television in 1993.
1: Right, right. (laughs) With enough speed of the hand, the chicken could be be cooked immediately by...
0: Like the, it's like the the, the follow up to the Beavis and Butthead pop pilot or something.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see turning on, on at like 2 a.m. on MTV and being like I have no idea what I'm watching, but I'm loving it. Um all right, so nuclear powered cars robots, boobs. Yeah. Oh, heavy metal. Um
0: nuclear powered cars. Yes. Nuclear powered
1: cars. Um never happened, but man it would have been cool if they did also very happy that they didn't um, yes. <laughs> the one that's the most famous and and the one that's the the easiest to find uh, in terms of uh, a pop culture moment in history is the Ford nucleon which I know you were riffing on like crazy the, on on text the
0: greatest name. Yeah.
1: yeah the
0: Ford nucleon it sounds like it sounds like uh I, at last, I have, you know, there, there is no hope for you now, Fantastic Four. <laughs> right.
1: it you is have crossed I, me for the last Nucleon. time, Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> it is I, Nucleon, with power of nuclear fission. I have
0: all the cosmic energies at my whim. Right, right. And then of course, yeah.
1: And you gotta, if, if if you're going to do that, then he's got to have, you know, the Kirby particles around him where it's like little (laughs) black and white dots around him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the, the, the,
0: the, if they're, if they're filled in dots, then it's Kirby particles and, Oh, he must be cosmic or or something. But if, uh, if you don't fill them in and they're circles, then he's
1: drunk. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah the Kirby Cloud yeah it has many uses
0: <laughs> yeah so if you're ever drunk in a comic book just yeah. uh, just fill in the circles and then you'll be a being of unimaginable power
1: right 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 pretty cool Yeah. yeah. do you want to be um, do you want to be Tony Stark or do you want to be Dr. Manhattan all it takes is shading uh. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Ford Nucleon Yes. You know, there's still people who pronounce it the Ford Nuculeon. (laughs)
1: Nuculeon. God, that's even, that's a, that's a, uh, it's a chore to pronounce that incorrectly. And, and it makes me think of the individual that could not pronounce it incorrectly, which is why I'm not going down that road. God Um, bless
0: those strong willed people who, who take the extra step.
1: Yeah. Nuclear.
0: I hate our freedoms. Nuculeon.
1: Nuculeon ugh oh, i don't even like i think that.
0: carter pronounced it nuclear too and he he was did? a nuclear
1: scientist nuclear power
0: was he a, a nuclear engineer is that what he was
1: he was he was a I, yeah Yeah. A, i thought he was a chemical eh. yeah, i i don't have Something i don't with i don't know
0: nuclear power plants
1: i don't know carter well enough to be able to say offhand, so i'm just going to well
0: i mean he's he he still wanted. around you you got yeah. time to to meet him
1: yeah i'll i'll head down there and uh, you know
0: head down I, to I, georgia
1: yeah 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 Now I'll, I'll go i'll go uh knock on one of the doors of the habitat for humanity houses he's building adjacent no. to his peanut farm and yeah nuclear just say,
0: peanuts yeah that's where the future lies
1: right right and it's funny that you mention that because if you slap one of those peanuts, no, i'm sorry I won't, I won't i won't i won't
0: now you know <laughs> the thing about these peanuts is they're not actually nuts they're legumes Thank you, President Carter, but they're trying to kill us and eat us. Can we just run faster, please?
1: Oh sure! All you gotta do is just slap them at about three thousand kilometers per second. <laughs> <laughs> they will obliterate.
0: That's how you butterize them.
1: <laughs> and thus, peanut butter was invented. Actually, yeah. that's not true. Peanut butter is George Washington Carver. Many thanks to him for my favorite snack nice. in the whole Ed world.
0: He's the one who slapped peanuts hard enough to <laughs> obliterate them. He did. He, he did. did. He sat there <laughs> he and just, just laughed sat there in his garden, slapping yeah. peanuts. Yeah. Whoopsh. yeah. Nope.
1: Whoopsh. George. <laughs> George, nope. George, what are you doing out there, George? Hang I'm slapping peanuts.
0: Martha <laughs> Washington Carver.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the man, the world needs peanut butter, and this man has a task.
0: <laughs> oh god! Um, you come? Well, well, dinner's ready. It's getting cold. I'ma come, and I'm like, a- I'm a- I'm a- I got to do my experiments. Hang on, I'm yep. seeing how fast I gotta slap these peanuts to butterize them.
1: <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning, he finally hits the desired <laughs> speed, and yeah the peanut just liquefied
0: <laughs> there's a little there's a little tiny mushroom cloud right. oh no i wanted i wanted to get a peanut cloud i got a mushroom cloud right. instead
1: right. <laughs> must have gotten a mushroom infestive peanut in here um, you know
0: where you know where george washington carver lived
1: oh god where did george washington carver live
0: <laughs> mount vernon carver
1: mount vernon carver <laughs> nice Nice. Oh my god. Alright. So the car. The Ver. fucking nuclear yes, car. Yes, Carver, yes. Yeah, the car. The the nuclear car. Ver. It was uh <laughs> Fuck you. Um I got nothing else to say on the damn car, I'm giving up <laughs> um the train. Let's go on to the train.
0: Yeah.
1: Um <clears throat> Oh, the last thing I can say on the nuclear car is that obviously it never came to be. Um is just the the nuclear powered steam engine never got small enough that you could put it into an into a vehicle. Uh the mini Oh so it
0: was gonna be Oh right, because you were saying it's all water.
1: Right. So right. it's basically he,
0: like not water it's not like pistons, but like uh yeah, okay.
1: You take the logic of the steam engine, and you attach it to the other half of the nuclear reaction that results in the superheated water. Like, you take the the existing concept of the steam engine, and you use it to, to power the rest of whatever vehicle you're running, uh, and you use the superheated water uh, to um, create... Um, that um, that heated water, that's the the center part of the steam engine, for a longer period of time and at hotter uh, and, and at hotter heats, higher heats. However, that's supposed to be said.
0: I just I'm I'm missing something because okay, nuclear fission, I get that. Steam yeah. engines, I get that. Right. But after you split a steam engine into two smaller steam engines, <laughs> <laughs> what are you?
1: Well, then you get so. That's how the that's how the little engines on the island of Sodor reproduced. You, that's you, how they do yeah, it. Yeah, okay. You, the, yeah, Mister Sir Topham Hat smacked Thomas and begat um, <laughs> it's Percy and enough. yeah be, begat, uh <laughs> Percy and Edward, and then and then he smacked Percy and Edward fast enough and and produced Gordon and and James and. Yes, I remember all of the engines from Thomas the Tank That's Engine. Good. And friends. Yes. Good. Anyway. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, nuclear powered trains. Um, hey. God, uh, man, that would have been amazing if there was a nuclear powered train on the island of Sodor and they were all like, you know, um, uh, they were like. Uh, you know, Manhattan is a fussy little engine, but we all try very carefully to avoid bothering him because the one time that we bothered him, he took out he, the other island of Sodor.
0: <laughs> he turned us into train monsters.
1: All yeah, right,
0: we haven't forgotten Dr. Manhattan. Oh no. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Manhattan was a fussy little engine, but he was also frightening because of the experiments he had performed on the other island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the island of Doctor Monroe at, yeah, a- right.
1: <laughs> The island of Doctor Topham Hat. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's Doctor.
0: He's just putting like tails at the end of a train, like, what did that do?
1: Yeah. Leave me alone
0: to my experiments. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's Sir Topham Hat. And, and Manhattan, the nuclear powered trains' uh, uh, efforts in nuclear mutations, which resulted in the uh, flesh prisons for the mutated creatures that they created, and they just shoved <laughs> them into train bodies. And then you get Thomas the Tank Engine and friends.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, uh, same problem with the nuclear car existed with the nuclear powertrain, which is just that, uh, you know, you, you can't get the reaction chamber where the actual nuclear reaction is going to occur to shrink down to a size that's small enough where you're going to avoid the nuclear spillage, basically, where you're going you're, to... The, the radiation that's going to come off of the thing is... They, they weren't able to disperse it. They, they, had, um, no. they, they had these reinforced lead chambers, and they kept coming up with these heavier and heavier designs in order to absorb the the radiation that occurred as a result of doing the fission but the big problem that they ended up hitting at a certain point was oh god we've designed the chamber to a point that it's so heavy that we're expelling more than half of the energy generated with the nuclear train to carry the nuclear train
0: so <laughs> it, was,
1: it was kind of a non-starter it's like okay never mind yeah. that was a bad idea yeah yeah
0: um, yeah, that's like when you're at, like, negative half a mile per gallon. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're getting into negative horsepower at that point. So what's the <laughs> fucking point of designing it? Um, <laughs> I, yeah, so there, there was this, uh, I didn't finish reading it uh, just because I ran out of time, but um, there was this really wild article, uh, and I, I, I swear that the, the dude's, Uh, and and dudettes of the Army Corps of Engineers around the 50s and 60s, the conceptual stuff that they cranked out was amazing. I just, I love retrofuturism from that era because there was such this great era of dreamers uh, dreamers that was going on there where it was like, what if we take this thing that we just discovered, the idea of rocketry, and what if we connected it to tanks? You know, or like... (laughs) what if what if rocket we took
0: tanks Okay.
1: Yeah, what if we took helicopters and we connected them to buses you know oh my god you know and it's yeah. just it was great it was such a fantastical era and um it, all of the art that comes out of that era is just amazing uh with these this these just silly hypotheticals like splashed over the art you know it's like rocket bomber to the moons sure yeah why not I mean those things are all concurrent why not
0: Oh, they were all on the dope. <laughs> they was all smoking that hashish.
1: we were all on the reefer. Um, did you ever
0: see... um, In France, in like 1900, 1910, uh, yeah. they did a series of postcards where it was them... Or it might have been like 1890, but it was them imagining the year 2000.
1: Not only have I seen it... Oh, they're so have good. A- I have a retrofuturism calendar that I picked up this year. For um, each year, Amanda and I switch off uh, who picks out the calendar, and, and this year I picked out the calendar. And it was um, I picked uh, retrofuturism as the theme, and February's image is an image of what the year 2000 would look like, drawn by someone from France 1890. And the thing hey. that I find like really interesting is that um, the bit that they exacerbated in the image was the idea of um, the uh, telephone lines um, going all over the place. That was yeah. like their beef when they did the this because uh, it almost kind of looks like a political cartoon, but it's also yeah, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of just like a little vignette. But it's like they've just got the whole background as you know the perspective goes off into the distance is just strung lines of telephone yeah. lines back and forth and you know, it's, it's, it, it just reminds me of, you know, that was, that was a thing that, um, that was a very real thing that people complained about as telephone and power line and power poles were going up. It's like, you know, well, it interrupts the otherwise beautiful image of, you know, insert X, you know, city here's landscape. It's like apartments. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. That's the least of your worries. Um, (laughs) Keep uh,
0: your eye on Germany. Yeah. Um, Right. They're, uh, yeah, and, but yeah, I love that series. There's like the, the firefighters who have uh, like balloons on yes. their backpacks and yep. helicopter propellers. carrying. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really, really crazy stuff. It's yeah. really
1: neat. In fact, the, the center image of the one that, that we've got in the, uh, in the other room is this lady on um, essentially what looks like an ornithopter um and the whole idea behind an ornithopter is imagine a helicopter but instead of the rotating you know blades on the top you have two really fast uh, oh, uh flying spinning wings ornets. yeah uh, uh, cool. yeah you you have essentially like dragonfly wings on either side and oh. this was a big this is a big thing oh, in cool. the late 1800s early 1900s is that people were looking as you know, this is concurrent to the, the you know, the Wright brothers and, and the rise of different designs in, in airplanes. Back in the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, they were like, There's gotta be a variety of different ways that humans can fly, because look at all of the ways that animals can fly. Right. So if we can get that right, then we can make people fly. And of and then course, they said f-
0: yes, we'll fly like the propeller build Canada goose. <laughs>
1: Yes, <laughs> right, right. The Propeller Build Fixed Wing Canada Goose. Yep, yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, if you've seen one, you think you've seen one, but, you know, pay attention next time you see a V of them flying over.
1: Right, right. Their, Just uh, watch.
0: Their bills are spinning around.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's The bills are spinning so fast that it's hard to actually see them spinning. Yeah. And you can you can tell they're coming from a long way away because you hear... Yeah. Sorry.
0: Nature's beautiful.
1: Yeah, nature, it, it, it's really uh poetic that's what i think
0: not a lot of people think this but i i believe that sometimes nature is beautiful
1: yeah yeah i mean you know sorry that's if why, i'm
0: blowing your mind here guys
1: yeah that's why that's why back. that's why um Catch nature up. nature and and science gives us the you know ability to do these magnificent things that we've been talking about as well as cooking chickens um, by hitting them <laughs> yeah. at uh, 3,000 kilometers per hour or whatever the speed yeah. was. Anyway. Um, with a
0: nuclear train. That's why they nu- had to get the nuclear train is so they could hit it fast enough and hard right.
1: enough. Right. And then boom. There's
0: got to be a better way to cook a chicken.
1: Yeah. 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 And that is the reason that we have um, so many chicken barbecue places uh, dotted across the American Southwest now. It's Mm -hmm. just, uh, there's, there's one guy in the back with like this super muscular left arm whose whole job is just to smack the shit out of a chicken. Yeah. And he's got a little, um, he's got the, uh, the police, um, uh, speed, speedometer, like, you know, watching the arm. And if he doesn't hit that desired speed, they fire him right there on the spot.
0: That's right. They fire him into a, into a beryllium atom. That splits it because he's made of neutrons. Right. Which also, makes his left all arm over,
1: even bigger. And then he steps back out and then he tries again.
0: Right. Because yeah. now he's superpowered. Yeah, exactly. And right. I mean, you got to have all those chicken, those barbecue chicken joints, because if you pay attention, if you overlay the maps, if you get out your standard issue map of barbecue chicken restaurants yep. and yep. then you get out your map, you know, you get a transparency printed out of it, obviously. Yeah. Right. And overlay keyword, overlay the map of the nuclear powered train rail test lines.
1: facilities. Yeah. And yeah. you'll
0: see, Oh, look at that. There's a one-to-one correlation. I wonder yep. why, because yep. that's, they set up the chicken yep. joints along those tracks because yep. as they're throwing all these chickens, uh, it explodes and goes everywhere. Where are you gonna put it? Oh, lucky for me, there's right. a, a chicken restaurant with a great big funnel right. uh, that leads into the basket. Yep. that uh, goes onto the customer's platter just in time, and, so that when you walk in and say, "I would like," oh, thank you. It's already ready. Thank you very much. That's and you know what timing.
1: the most you know what the most fascinating thing about all of this is, Dan.
0: The truth of it.
1: All of this was the precursor to the movie Snowpiercer.
0: Yeah, I was I was thinking, is this Snowpiercer? <laughs>
1: this is Snowpiercer. It's a nuclear-powered train that drives through stuff.
0: Yeah, it just drives <laughs> in a big We've snow come park. around
1: to Snowpiercer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was an amazing movie. I haven't seen the TV show yet, but my
0: people say the show is really good. I was, I was like, this movie. I
1: was
0: like, this movie can't be good. This is a stupid idea. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah,
1: it was a really, really, really good movie. Ed Harris at the end. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Yeah, and Tilda Swinton as this uh, kind of amalgam of British uh, stagnation. That was so good.
0: And the show Uh uh, uh, is uh, David Diggs. I was like that's not him. Oh wait, oh, yeah. it is. He he really looks different. He looks huh. cool. He he bulked up a little bit and his hair is like his beard and his hair are longer and scraggly. I was like, "Oh wow, you're really a different guy."
1: Where do I recognize David Diggs from?
0: He's he's one of those guys who's in everything.
1: Oh, I know who this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's great. He's i great. seen he's... him in well, I've seen him in everything. I mean, that's really what it is. Okay. Who was All the
0: right. He was He was in on... Hamilton. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. He was one of the main dudes in Hamilton. Was I could... uh his big blow up. Right. Was he on Kimmy Schmidt?
1: He was. He was blinking you'll miss it he on was, Kimmy Schmidt. He was, he in was at the college, her. right? Yeah, he was at the college. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now, yeah, now yeah, looking yeah, at the yeah,
1: IMDb. Yeah um wow he was in yeah he was in a little bit of everything he was in blackish he was in the get down um wow okay yeah yeah, yeah. it's anyway. it just goes on and on anyway yeah, yeah, yeah so um we talked about nuclear trains now we get to my favorite bit the nuclear powered planes um oh, <clears throat> this part's no. super cool
0: That's yeah not good
1: Oh, yeah, it's it's super bad, but super awesome at the same time. Um, so we're going to talk about um, the Convair. So, hang on. Yeah, hang on. all right. I'm what is on. the,
0: are these like in chronological order? Were they like, what about cars? Well, that won't work. Maybe a train. Well, that's, nah. that won't work. Or was it like all it was at all the concurrent. same time? They're it like, was all
1: concurrent. It was all at the okay. same time. And and a lot of <laughs> they're was... like, well a
0: train is too heavy, you can't do that. Well what if you made it fly in the air as well?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. If it's
0: too <laughs> heavy to roll, why would it be light enough to fly?
1: Right, right. No, it was not done Doctor Seuss style. Yeah. <laughs> would you try it in a car? Would you try <laughs> it in a train? <laughs> right. What about inside a plane? Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. Um, it was and this all occurred concurrently, and it also... The other thing that I thought was really interesting is that when they... The train, I never... I, I think they never actually got to any sort of, like, physical prototype. It was all, um, you know, what if, and it was all on paper, and it never made yeah. it past concept. Um, with the nuclear-powered plane, I, I don't know why the US... Oh, wait, I can kind of guess, but I'd have to go back and read the wikis, but my best guess would probably be that the reason that um, the uh, US government, particularly the Air Force, probably latched on to the idea of the nuclear-powered plane is to have an always-ready response bomber in case Mm. things ever went bad during the the Cold War. Because that was the biggest thing with Strategic Air Command, which was the, the... you uh, know, Strategic Air Command from Dr. Strangelove. Dr.
0: Strangelove, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: SAC's whole purpose was to always have nuclear bombers in the air, ready to go in case um, Russia decided to bomb us back. And That's of course a comforting it's, thought. Yeah, of course it's stupid, you know, and, and it's, it's, you know, Billy Club for Billy Club, the eye for the eye makes the whole world go blind. But it was the, you know, brute yeah, force. No, I think that's stupid. the
0: radiation. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and all of the uh, cancer. And, mm. uh, yeah. Um, but you do get to ride the bomb down like Slim Pickens. So, Hooray! you know, you, can, yeah, you can take con-
0: yeah. So, nuclear war isn't all bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you get to live out an iconic moment in uh, American uh, cinematography. Um, but anyway, so. Hey hey what hey Aaron hey Dan
0: if you have a family of rabbits living Uh at your power plant you know what you Uh got
1: I have a sneaking suspicion of where this is going but please please tell me nuclear warren (laughs) that's even better than I thought you were going to do oh that's 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 fantastic for the for the 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 both sides of it (laughs) nuclear warren Oh, that's stupid! I love it. That's Very dumb. No, that was good. That was good. I like it. Um, what
0: What were you thinking?
1: Well, I thought you were just gonna cut it off at nuclear family, but but you took oh, it all the yeah, way to yeah, nuclear yeah, warren. Yeah. So so yeah, so, yeah. No, that was good. That, that, that too. was good. Yeah, if um if if you're a uh, uh, a cleric or a druid and you have to protect yourself near a power plant, you know what you put up? What? A nuclear ward.
0: Yep. yep. that's what you do Mm
1: -hmm. that's exactly what you do do. yeah there's no two ways about it
0: no not yet
1: no someday though radiated
0: oh now you got two ways yeah yeah you sprout you sprout another way right out of the middle of your chest
1: yeah yeah exactly then you can cast three nuclear wards Mm -hmm. um that's a level up um all right so the 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 reason I think the 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 um, nuclear powered plane is super neat is because there's a a bunch of different reasons. Um, First of all, the plane they used for it is the uh, Convair um, B thirty six Peacemaker, which is an an appropriately ominously named airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cute. The now, please
0: tell me. Please tell me this is one of those turn-of-the-century, 1910s experimental forms from France and places where it's uh, maybe like the dragonfly, eh? The nuclear dragonfly? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's analogous to that, basically. But, I mean, really, the the, the Peacemaker, its whole purpose was to be the nuclear bomber it was going to be the stopgap nuclear bomber because it was built right after the end of world war ii and and everybody said oh the the bombers we designed back then um are never going to be big enough and be able to carry enough fuel to fly all the way to russia and back so let's build this just huge monstrosity um for context the the b-36 is even larger than the 747 jumbo jet which everyone kind of in the back of their head identifies as you know it is the biggest commercial jetliner out there and it's also a really really big plane but the the peacemaker is even bigger than that and it runs off of i love this it runs off of six pusher propellers facing backwards and because they just didn't feel that it was fast enough they uh, attach two jet engines to the uh, ends of the wings. <laughs> <coughs> they were like, uh, "It's fast. Want it ten percent faster? What about Wait. those jet engines?" You know,
0: <laughs> pusher propellers. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a, a plane where the propellers push it.
1: Yeah, is that yeah. is
0: now okay? Pusher pull is one of them more efficient than the other.
1: Um, it's a, your mileage may vary type of thing. Um, it, the easiest, most conventional way to design planes is to do it with, you put, um, you design the plane the same way that you design the car, which is you put the motor in the front. Um, the, um, the, so it's, it's one of those where I think it was mechanical convenience. Um, um. there's a handful of pusher prop airplanes from World War II. They are unconventional. They kind of exist in the margins of history. And I don't think they really had a lot of success. And the biggest reason is because the engines were usually kind of um, shoved into the rest of the guts of the airplane in order to drive this shaft that was at the back of the plane. Um, Oh. Yeah. Now... With the with the B thirty six, the pusher props are out at the they're out in the wings. So it's not like it's part of the you know the fighter plane or anything like that. Like a single person plane, there's like there's nobody out there. So really, I don't right. know. I don't know why they decided to go with pusher props as opposed to puller. I really I don't know. I mean, it could be it could be um, maybe it just
0: looked dumb.
1: Maybe they're a, like
0: a, oh, I don't know. It looks dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe they got tired of uh, engines facing forward, and they were like, you know what, let's really, uh, let's let's make this, I mean, because honestly, I look at this plane, and I'm like, alright, that's 10% cooler. Uh, like, automatically, with the propellers facing backwards, I'm like, alright, that's a cool factor right there. I, I'm, I'm giving that 10% cooler. Um, huh. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the original Peacemaker was uh, uh, the the pusher props, the jet engines on the end, uh, designed to carry uh, nuclear bombs into Russia. Um, the, it was the largest fuselage, uh, which is a fancy word for plane body, um, that was available at the That's time. What I have.
0: <laughs> I have a plane body. <laughs> I mean, with sprinkles.
1: Yeah. Yeah right.
0: no. Some Reese's cups <laughs> plopped on there.
1: <laughs> Some caramel icing. You've turned yourself into a Sunday good sir. Yes. Um, yes. Um, so the um, the the when they decided to put the um, nuclear reactor into the the B thirty six one of the things that they started to run into, and I'm trying to find the the notes on it. I guess it's this one. Is it this one? Yeah, it's this one. Yeah. Um, I the don't thing know. that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me clicking between links. Um, the thing that was super wild about it is that the program was like really, really, really secret. Um, and um, the other big issue that they ran into was that. Again, you have the same issue with the body of the plane that you have with the body of the train, which is insufficient space to appropriately distribute the radiation. Um, However, there was a little bit... Yeah, I mean... Yeah.
0: What are you supposed to do? Just, like, put a put it an, an exhaust pipe on it and right. pump it into the air behind you like this sounds like <laughs> like immediately terrible ideas
1: well dan i'm oh, glad you no. asked <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah
0: oh so this is where contrails came from exactly oh, and
1: then okay. from here on in it's you know the the nuclear radiation is used to distribute um the 5g particles that go into your body the which G enable particles yeah which enable that, the distribution of covid19 yeah
0: yeah and that's that's yeah. how where all the gmos food right. comes from right and,
1: right all of which was organized by a secret cabal of right. bill gates and mark zuckerberg working with the clintons yeah yeah, um,
0: yeah the the old gates clinton soros yeah, china right. iran right. White yep. House. Yeah. They UN. sit at that
1: they sit at that table Wait a that you see in in uh, Doctor Evil's lair in Austin Powers and they yeah. cackle. And that's yeah. all they do. They don't plan anything. They just cackle. And I mean and, it's government
0: you know, inefficiency at its worst.
1: Right, I mean, yeah. Really
0: our tax dollars our Are paying for that lair. Our I mean, Facebook membership fees. Mm-hmm. Our Soros Co. Uh, monthly dues mm-hmm. that we all pay.
1: Are all going to polish that white going, marble fl- table that they all sit around and cackle at. I mean, it, it's, just, it's, yeah, it's just wasteful. It's cackling. just wasteful. Yeah, yeah. It's you know wasteful. what?
0: I wonder if it's that uh, marble table polish. Uh, maybe... Maybe the, uh, the fumes are getting to them. That's why they cackle all day. Maybe I, they should I open so. a window in that volcanic layer they all have.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, in, in, in my humble opinion, um, the uh, International Rescue, uh, who used to run the, uh, the Thunderbird ships, should have never sold that island to Dr. Evil. No. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. No. Um, Dr.
0: Moreau, now that's a guy who you give an island to. Yeah, He's over there exactly. making trains.
1: Yeah, yeah. Making making um, flesh tubes that he can shove into trains with the human right. faces on the front. Yep. That's right. Good on him. That's good science. That's good.
0: Good science. science.
1: Yeah, good straight science right there. Thank um, you,
0: Doctor Mu. Yeah.
1: Mule. Um, so yeah. The, France. I love France, this
0: France is on top of all this.
1: I love this caveat here. The Bombay in the uh, the Bombay in the middle of the of the, uh, of the body. Yeah, the Bombay. Um, How's the nuclear <laughs> reactor? The nuclear <laughs> reactor hung on the same joke. hook. The, the nuclear reactor inside the plane hung on the same hook that they used to um, cradle the nuclear bombs. Um, time mm. was of the essence wow. for the nuclear reactors okay. because they had to be brought back underground uh, after each flight in order to prevent uh nuclear spillage so there was actually a separate project that was associated with the nuclear bomber program which was called and this is fucking horrible project halitosis which was a system for monitoring the amount of radioactive gas that was being dissipated around the airplane as a result of the nuclear reaction
0: (laughs) Oh jeez!
1: It's horrible. That's oh, it's a horrible. really
0: terrible name.
1: It's yeah. Oh yeah. Don't call oh, yeah. it that. Yeah. Air yeah. Force
0: in the fifties.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. What's the matter I don't with what should, you? You know what we should call it? Project Halito, You know, and they're all sitting there. Yeah. Exactly. Looking
0: like uh, the Ralph Steadman picture of the car salesman. Uh, yeah, no, the, that's exactly uh, the, it. The DEA convention. Yeah. And Fear and loathing in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 oh. They right, all look right, like right. car they, salesmen.
1: Yeah, they all have off-color orange and beige um, plaid jackets on. Yeah, they
0: all look like George C. Scott.
1: Yeah, oh, ha, ha, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see here. Uh, um, they actually every test flight of the, um, the the nuclear bomber, they would actually have a cargo plane that would fly um, just off. You know, a few hundred feet off the wing of the B 36. And it was a platoon of Marines whose sole purpose and training was in how to set up a perimeter, cover up, and basically, like, uh, make it look like if a crash occurred, that a crash absolutely hadn't occurred. Right. Like, the the platoon of Marines' sole job was to do the very thing that they always uh, parody in Area 51 movies which is like, you know, yeah, the soldier there at the, per- the perimeter of the crash sites going, "No, there's nothing here." Nope, there's a weather balloon. Like so, that was that, that 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 platoon of marines' job was to do that. So what I'm
0: just I'm just imagining <laughs> as as this thing makes its bombing run into Russia, a, yeah. a platoon of marines following it on the ground in <laughs> Across the Bering
1: Strait. <laughs> yeah. It's getting kind of cold, sir. Don't worry about it. We got to protect the bomber. Huh, huh, huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put on your snowshoes, private. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah.
0: Uh, so, nuclear, bomber. We were talking about Dr. Strange Love.
1: Yeah. Co-starring
0: a young... Uh, oh crap i lost it
1: are we doing actor tangent because uh james
0: I, earl jones oh adam, that's right who played darth vader that's whose right. grandson is kylo ren who was adam, adam driver, driver.
1: nuclear fission with adam driver and Amy featuring Adams. co-host 80 AD Adams. yeah exactly <laughs> Those God. fish
0: still haven't come down from the sky there, Adam.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. You know, sometimes uh, uh, when when you set off a reaction like that, uh, it can be, uh, you know, uh, about uh, 36,000 years before uh, the, uh, the the half-life on them drops enough that you can eat them. But, you know, it's worth the wait.
0: <laughs> Do they usually grow wings and talons like that? <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, no, I think damn, that's the result of the...
0: <laughs> about took my nose off.
1: <laughs> well, that's what happens when your body has been uh, 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 exposed to uh, radioactive particles there. Uh, you, know, you might want to go get that back. Uh, otherwise, mm. you're going to turn into a feral ghoul.
0: Oh, I can't be a ghoul again.
1: No, being a ghoul these days is not cool.
0: No. <laughs> now you can say that again.
1: All right, so... The that uh, the nuclear bomber did forty seven so, test hey, flights.
0: I was I was always. Ex- <laughs> it's an actor and an actress in a scene, so they, it was time for them to fall in love and kiss.
1: Ah, uh, oh well. well, yeah, it's hard to gonna, do that
0: in through a hazmat suit
1: anyway. Yeah, we're gonna change the channel. Um, <sighs> yeah, um, we have Wanda the old um, Anyway, uh, the thing never crashed. Uh, there was never anything bad. Really, the thing that canceled the program was just the fact that um, contamination got progressively worse and worse. And jeez. Oh, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's the more they tested it, the more they realized they were essentially irradiating the aircraft, the people operating the aircraft, the people in the process of transporting the nuclear reactor into the aircraft before each flight... <laughs> and the marines nearby
0: (laughs) oh my god they
1: they kind of said perhaps we won't do this
0: (laughs) so this is this is what like the mid-50s or something
1: this is canceled canceled completely canceled and scrapped in 1961 so so started 1952 Uh, Went through September 1955, March 1957. They did this Uh,
0: for a decade?
1: Yeah, 47 test flights. Yep, yep. A series of ground exercises, including, like, what to do if the plane crashed. You know, drills with and without the reactor in the plane. Uh, Yeah. Um, And then I love it. I'm,
0: I'm no nuclear engineer. I'm but a humble liberal arts major but you know i'm not i'm not down there in georgia punching peanuts till they turn into (laughs) nuclear peanut butter like our you know so many of our great american heroes yes um but it's taken me um approximately no time to realize (laughs) that this is really stupid
1: terrible idea yeah absolutely yeah
0: when well so about what time did they get fission figured out like here's how to have a power plant that doesn't kill everybody when did they figure that out
1: basically concurrent to that around the basically 50s through 60s i mean part of this was basically all of the controlled nuclear reaction run-up and hullabaloo kind of simultaneously Um, It was like power engineers were figuring out how to um, keep a nuclear reactor facility nice and clean and stable. And at the same time, the U.S. military was just like, what can we fucking shove this thing into? Please, for the love of God, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we want to play with it. We're the military industrial complex, you know,
0: that's what they call the very, very best. Uh, train drivers is the power engineers.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's like they're the super, power
0: closers.
1: Yeah, they're 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 super users. Um super users. They wear they wear a little cape and everything. like
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Super user. My favorite comic um, book is Superintendent.
1: <laughs> My favorite comic book character is Super Nintendo Chalmers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, 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 program was, uh, canceled in, uh, in 1961. Um, apparently it was canceled by Kennedy. Um, oh, who, good. He... Yeah. Part of his cancellation was that he apparently wrote in the executive order that it was remote and immensely dangerous. It's like no <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> Thank you, Kennedy. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So those oh, are the weird boy. ones. Those are the weird ones. The, the, the rest of them are kind of boring, um, and and we're gonna kind of hand wave them. Um, the ones that um, are kind of known, but you know, not it's it's just known that they're used. And so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Is yeah. that um, the 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 navy really latched on to nuclear power, and so. There are a well,
0: they have the the subs, right? They have the the subs, subs. and
1: yeah, they have the subs and the carriers. And the subs and the carriers are in a unique position where they just happen to be close to a lot of water, and (laughs) they just happen to be big enough that the process of getting the water in and out of the nuclear reactor section in a way that doesn't result in the water being radiated but just is. Heat and right. can be dissipated as heat energy is something that they can do. You know, right, it's yeah, big yeah, enough yeah. that they can actually. You know, they can. They th- that uh, designing a naval vessel to use a nuclear reactor. It just happened to be. You know, kind of a happy um, gelling of uh, science and and um, nature. Uh, you, you know what I'm trying to say. The brainstorm yeah. to shut down. But yeah. Um, so you've got you've got American uh, subs, carriers, and icebreakers. And apparently, um, icebreakers it's um, a big thing because they need the the the, the raw power to be able to, to push the ship uh, from the back through the the water that's been um, you know already uh, threshed up into the raw ice and and bust the ice apart. So yeah. apparently that's a that's a thing. I didn't even know that until I started reading this. Um, yeah, that's they, how
0: they they get it into bags at the Seven Eleven.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They um they they go buy the ice. They bring it to the uh, uh, the North Pole. They ask Santa to distribute it, please, uh, in order to fight off climate change. Uh, and Santa's kind enough to you know drop the bags of Seven Eleven ice you know around the the. Top and the bottom of the earth, thereby yeah. redistributing uh, ice water, and, and that's the reason that climate change is really a myth, honestly. But the
0: thing is, he he doesn't recycle the plastic bags, and that's why there's the big plastic island in the Pacific. It's because of freaking Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, it's well. I mean, look, when you're when you're distributing gifts, not to mention to... all the
0: all the little spare bits and bobs from the toy production.
1: And the tie wraps on the ice bags. Yeah. I mean, you know, if if you're just gonna, you know, if, if you're using your um your your leatherman tool to just, you know, tear those bags open, you're not gonna have time to, you know, recycle the tie wraps. I mean, well honestly I have respect for Santa for the fact that, you know, he's uh yeah, so you know, you create a plastic island here or there, you know. Um that's not uh absolutely terrible. Absolutely it is. But um <laughs> uh and I mean, yeah. You know,
0: I'll tell, tell me to watch my energy use and recycle my... I'll do it when the big man does it.
1: Yeah, exactly. When, yeah. when
0: Beardy McRed Hat gets his act together, I'll start yeah. thinking about mine.
1: Right, yeah, absolutely. Carbon
0: tax, the North Pole, how about that? Right, right. Going to every Christian child's house in one night yeah, I'd, I'd like to know what kind of nuclear, carbon,
1: I don't know. I'm, yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, he, com- <laughs> he complains, you know, they complain about, you know, expending too much energy uh, yeah. when, quite honestly, you know, the, the process of expending too much energy is what gave us the iconic 1980s rock band NRG. So you know, uh, it's also what gave us Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, terrible nuclear accident. Now he can go through infinite wormholes at once.
1: Right. In order to drop off gifts for all the lovely little children. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Yeah. I mean,
0: he tries, but yeah, if you ever see him, hideous.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not a human being you'd want to interact with. Yeah. Not a
0: human being. Not anymore. Not.
1: No. No. Just kind of a a giant. Um, uh, corpusculent uh, rolling kind of ball of uh, melted chicken pulsating, carcasses, pulsating,
0: yeah, bubbling, right. Uh, it looks like an overripe pizza.
1: Yeah, if if you've floating seen the, in the air, yeah, if you've this, seen,
0: it's it's the things that I can't remember the guy's name. Crap. <laughs> yeah, the no, that's murder. exactly it
1: yeah it's it's john carpenter's the thing but the but thing. even worse yeah who is um, the
0: who is the uh xenophobic anti-semitic uh horror writer who's all famous
1: orson scott card
0: initial initial last name
1: initial initial from a 100 last...
0: years ago the guy with the octopus oh. head
1: oh lovecraft
0: love lovecraft the love and yeah. yeah it's a
1: Lovecraftian horror yeah 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 that's uh, um yes 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 and that's why that's when become, they, he blots when they out sing, the sun Yep, yeah, when you sing santa claus is coming to town that's that's a warning
0: he's already that's, here
1: yeah that's not a celebration that's, it's why like, he, you know, that's
0: why he has to do it at night because he blots yeah. out the sun and right. all the crops shrivel and die
1: yeah exactly right you, you, you better not cry you better not pout uh because when santa claus comes to town uh, he will destroy everything in his wake unless you appease him with milk and cookies, in which case he just leaves gifts.
0: Yeah. And then goes back to his parallel universe behind the sun.
1: Right, right, right. And, and a lot, uh, he spends another year kind of mutating into another bizarre David Cronenberg uh, mutation uh, yeah. before reappearing again uh, the following year to vomit gifts down uh, chimneys. What were we talking about?
0: <laughs> the nucleolias? The
1: nucle. Oh. The nucleoli. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, fuck it. I mean, the rest. Of the, <laughs> the rest of this episode is uh, there's there's nuclear powered commercial ships. Uh, there was. Um, the,
0: oh, okay. I didn't know that there were commercial ones too i thought it was just yeah. uh, military well see that's craft. the
1: thing is that yeah i didn't know that either until i not I love started doing craft the digging.
0: after all is it more like no. hate craft and, mm. and nuclear
1: craft danger um, craft yeah exactly actually that's mm. nuclear craft is uh nuclear craft is a a new category in the uh, next iteration of dungeons and dragons yes um it allows you to uh um, allows you to cast those nuclear wards we were talking about. Um, so, no. yeah, the, the um, mid-50s, you've got the NS Savannah, which is the first nuclear-powered merchant ship. Uh, she's built in the uh, late 1950s. Um, she launched in 1959. She was funded by uh, U.S. government agencies, and she was essentially a demonstration project for the potential use of nuclear energy. Hmm. Um, it uh, it was a success. I mean, there was... Um, the, the 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 ship was... Um, Eisenhower requested that the uh, Savannah essentially serve kind of like a quote-unquote peace ship that would serve as an ambassador for the peaceful use of atomic power because that was a, a big thing during the yeah. uh, late 50s, early 60s. It was like, you know... Let's let's use this atomic power for good instead of <laughs> destroying each other. What do you think, guys? You know.
0: I don't know about that, boss. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, but, but, I like I like the destroying each other part.
1: Yeah, yeah. But but look, look at the number of refrigerators we can carry with this nuclear powered ship.
0: Hey, he's um, got a point there. Just you yeah. see all this look at that, Frank. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're right. That is a lot of refrigerators. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. F- yeah. I'll have to take this home to the misses and think about it.
1: Yeah, it just so happened that Frank worked at Kenmore, which is the reason that you have nuclear-powered commercial vessels today. I don't know if that's true. That's true, um, yeah. Okay, I'll go with it being true. Um, anyway, so um, the Savannah uh, was basically a success. Um, it served as a cargo passenger liner until 1965. Uh, passenger service was discontinued in 65. Uh, continued to be used uh, for all cargo use all the way until 1971. Um, and it now uh, um, is uh, berthed up in um, Baltimore and it's part of the series of different ships um, that are part of uh, the Naval Museum up in Baltimore, Maryland. And I've honestly I have been aiming to get up there at some point and see it. Um, but then freaking COVID happened, so I kind of had to shrug and go, wow, "I'll get back to that at some point." Did you um, say
0: it was also a passenger
1: liner? Yes, because the whole idea—you could
0: book passage, you could book
1: travel yes, on the nuclear-powered liner.
0: Yeah, I'll trust because my the, uh, my crates of bananas, but I don't know about little Jimmy and and Amy Adams. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. But imagine getting off of the savannah and suddenly you have super strength. I mean, talk there, about there a perk. That. You know, you pay fifty dollars for a berth in the third class, and you wake up the following day after you have arrived in Italy with the ability to see through walls. Yeah, you know? but,
0: but then this, you know, if if there's a C-section, that's extra to your birth. <laughs> I was and then. For that
1: was waiting for that i knew and then it was when coming you,
0: after you get there you yeah. climb out of the birth and you get in the afterbirth
1: oh oh yeah that's about just that. a mess yeah 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 that's that's uh
0: high then, in protein then, though
1: yeah yeah that's true yeah but you gotta clean up all that placenta though which is unfortunate mm. um so um i think that's i think i'm gonna let uh the, the episode kind of uh, peter off into nowhere at this point um, there's a few um, that was
0: one of the one of the big uh, Russian nuclear train engineers was uh, mr.
1: mr. Peter off Dmitry Peteroff <laughs> I give up with this episode I just
0: not a lot of people know that
1: <laughs> wholeheartedly. And resoundingly, I just give up on this episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's do another sketch of uh, nuclear fission with Adam Adam Driver and Amy Adams to close it out.
0: It's nuclear fission with, with Adam Driver and today's guest, Amy Adams
1: oh hello there Amy. hey welcome there, Adam welcome back to the old nuclear fishing hole oh, Have you thanks. No-
0: that's, that's real nice of yours, sir
1: <laughs> oh I've, uh, I've noticed your uh I noticed your uh your your skin is uh, melting off there Amy what's uh, going on there
0: I hope you don't I hope you don't mind them just consuming this small town um mm. Yeah, uh, that's I didn't a thing have that, time for lunch before we shot. That's a that's
1: a that's a thing that happens, Amy. You know, is uh, sometimes you get that uh, you get that nuclear hunger. <laughs> uh, Amy, I noticed you uh, you've you've grown a tail there, and uh, uh, you also uh, seem to be quite a dinosauric no in your appearance. <laughs>
0: Only Dmitry Peterov.
1: <laughs> oh, Amy, it seems you've uh, merged with the uh, lead uh, uh, Russian nuclear train engineer there. Um, I shall
0: blot out the sun.
1: Yeah, you've you've created yourself a bit of a Cronenberg there. Uh, we're going to have to call in the uh, the U.S. Air Force, and uh, they, they're going to have to bomb you.
0: No, let's not do that. Let's, uh, yeah. let's call in the U.S. O-Force.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to call in the, uh, the U.S. O-Force and they're going to uh, scratch gonna us sing... out, bomb, and ads entertain. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: that won't bomb yeah. at all. It'll be, yeah. it'll get rave reviews. Right, right,
1: right, from, right. And now, Brian coast, coast, coast and George Carlin. And
0: our, from coast to coast and all our heroes overseas to all our ships at sea, it's the U.S. force The nuclear USO force.
1: (laughs) It's the Rat Pack. They're all one person now.
0: (laughs) They've all been crafted into a giant rat.
1: Yeah, right, right. It's the Rat Pack Cronenberg.
0: (laughs) 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 uh, Yes, we're coming to you live from the Cronenberg Club in beautiful downtown Los Angeles.
1: Yes, yes, where... There's nothing left but a smoldering crater as, uh, Adam Driver has once again turned another fission hole nuclear and, uh, looks like, um...
0: Oh, geez, I sure am sorry about that.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, it's a a thing that happens... It's a thing that happens wherever I go. It's a byproduct of, uh, my name and also of the splitting of the, uh, plutonium atom. Uh, they're kind of concurrent, you know what I'm saying.
0: yeah. It's all part of our It's all part of our Faustian deal with the devil.
1: Yep. Oh and yeah. And now and now to play us off uh, uh at the end of the show here here's uh here's Electric Sex with Nuclear War on the dance floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this has been the Dan and Aaron Like a Rama. But you don't know that because you, you tuned out 45 minutes ago. <laughs>
1: you you gave up on this episode a long while back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you want me to sing us out?
0: I think it's my turn.
1: Go ahead.
0: Uh, oh, crap. I had something in mind. All right. And I lost it. Because yeah. I had something in. I was yeah, just you sing. said nuclear war. I was war just going to
1: and... sing, yeah, Electric Six. <laughs> nuclear war!
0: Ah, On the dance floor! floor. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, All right. We're idiots.
1: God, that crashed and burned. Not like the nuclear aircraft. All right.
0: True fact. Yeah. That's a nuclear Look, fact.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> a nuclear. Uh, that's the end of this episode. Okay, we'll bye. We'll meet again. <laughs> oh, God, that's perfect. way. Don't know when, But I know we'll meet again some sunny day. night, Mr. and Mrs.
0: American. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by Nucleos. Nucleos. Have them in your breakfast bald this morning and every morning
1: it's 2 a.m spotty
0: go to bed